Welcome, everyone, to the Cop Talk Podcast. This is the Football Upside Down. We are still in quarantine, but we are here together, healthy, happy. Happy, I'm Darius. That's David. That's Andrew. You see him all in the corners. Uh, lads, how are, we, how are we all doing? Andrew, Dave, how, how are you guys? Uh, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, everything's more or less okay. Um, you know, I'm um, from a family perspective, everyone's healthy. I have a job still. So from that front, I can't complain. I know a lot of people out there are struggling and so on and, uh, and you know, suffering. But other than that, I'm just upset that there's no football to watch. I can't see Bobby and, and Mo do their thing. I can't, do, I can't see Bobby doing Bobby things, and that's upsetting. But other than that, everything's all right. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm gainfully employed. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to complain about anything at the moment mm-hmm. <laughs> other than the fact that we can't watch Liverpool. But that's about it. So yeah, and Darius on the porch. It's all good. Yeah. And Darius, what about you? I'm Are good. You okay? I'm good. I've got my job. I've got my health. So, and everyone in my life, we're all healthy and happy. It's just, we're, we're all in the same boat, just sitting back and like, when the hell are we going to have football again? We, 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 we don't know. We don't know. We but don't, like, play again. I when, just when, play. when can we go out and just sit at a bar? I can't even find hang a, out. Yeah. No, there's not even a public park to kick a ball around that because all Dude, the parks are closed. Man, right. it's, it's so crazy that I went and bought a bicycle, man. <laughs> I'm riding a bike now. <laughs> Instead of driving my car, I'm waking up in the morning and riding bike and riding a bicycle. I, dude, I rode my bike to Publix the other day dope like i bought groceries and stuff walgreens Did you get like a cooler backpack no nah, your- man i just had a, <laughs> a normal backpack man I'm, I'm not i'm not buying like i don't buy a lot of stuff i don't have like five kids or anything so we're good but yeah I, i've been riding my bike and realized wait why don't we just have one car and i'll ride my bike everywhere amazing <laughs> like i might i'm i have like a, a backpack that's like a cooler like a proper it's mm-hmm. like properly lined and everything i might just do like beer runs with that and then be like look the beer in the backpack on the way back it's like weights so it's like you know like i'm really yeah yeah you can train like goku yeah Yeah. that's i mean that's that was weight training that was the resistance (laughs) training that he did he kicked up the gravity so you just you know you get to have a beer at the end that's that's only difference you're basically the beers in do 50 squats hop back on the bike my thighs when we get out of this are gonna be jacked yeah, you'll look like Thor. It'd be dope. <laughs> so, Andrew, you're getting your Lance Armstrong on. David, you are doing project uh, home renovations, uh, HGTV. Basically everything, yeah. My yeah. porch is pimped out. My backyard's pimped out. My shed's pimped out. So, At when's the party? Point, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, well, the one thing I realized is that, like, there's a reason that plumbers make so much money. Oh, is it like, that <laughs> I tried to replace the toilet in the master bath and it was like a process and it kept getting worse. The more things that I tried, I finally just had to call a dude. I was like, I need you to come out, pop this toilet in, bro. <laughs> like, oh, was, Did you call Alvarez plumbing or what? I called red cap. It was fine. Right. Sorry, I don't know Alvarez. I don't ever call anyone for anything. I always just figure it out. But this one, I was just like, I cannot get this toilet to stop <laughs> going wild on me. So I was like, I called up a dude, whatever. Oh, that's I'm, popped I'm, that thing in in like 40 minutes. He's like, you're good. Did you, but did you wash your hands for 20 seconds? Afterwards, I think so happy cool. birthday twice. I wash my right. hands for 20 seconds when I go get the mail, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I haven't been a good person in regards to all that. <laughs> uh, uh, so basically, so this I'm is supposed this to is, admit that. No, but this is story time. I'm gonna go into Storyland. So, what happened? Let's do it. So, about a month ago, right? I had, uh, first of all, I had a, uh, a house guest from Poland visiting. And, you know, her first time in America. So, you know, we go to Puerto Rico. And then as soon as we land, Trump goes on uh, doing a press conference. was like, everything's shut down, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Two days later, my friend, go, she goes to New York. While New York is like under, you know, I am legend status. 
She goes there for 24 hours, comes back, and I'm thinking, oh, shit, I'm going to die from the virus. Nothing happened, blah, blah, blah. And then the following week, my friend says, hey, I'm moving back to Boston. The person who was going to drive my car bailed on me. Can you help me? And I said, well, I work from home, so, yeah, I don't care. So, yeah, me and the missus drove from Tampa all the way to Boston, touching gas station things, blah, 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 staying at hotels. Yo, homie drove through the snow for the first time. I almost died on the highway outside of Boston. And then I'm You got, you got some black ice? No, 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 no. The, the, um, what do you call it? Hydroplaning? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, yo, yo. I was going like 50 miles an hour. And then all of a sudden, and then I was like, oh my God, I should be in the next Fast and the Furious movie. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, no, but then, yeah. So we were in Boston for a couple of days. Uh, we walked around. We, everything was closed, but we walked around Harvard and stuff like that. So that was couldn't even fun. get some chowder. No, we couldn't get anything, man. We got Shake Shack. Have you ever been there? It's a, it's like oh, yeah. a fancy McDonald's up there. They sell beer. And yes, stuff. That's pretty good. They, they they have them in other parts of the country. We're not um we're not cool enough to have one quite yet. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the whole thing was crazy because like it was so crazy. Like I didn't even tell my mom I was going. I was like too scared like to frighten her or whatever. Oh, you would have freaked her out. Oh yeah, You're kind for of freaking sure. me out to be honest. But here's the yeah. thing, though. Here's the thing. Like, you when stay we, in that house. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> we did when we did it though. On the way there, we we missed all the big cities, so we drove. Like, we didn't go through Atlanta, we didn't go through Charlotte, we didn't go through D.C., Philly, or anything like, or New York. Although, we drove through Scranton, Pennsylvania. I saw where the op, the, the big building in the office show, like, in the intro. Oh, my God. Scranton, Scranton was, like, going through to a third world country. Oh, yeah, dude. I've been to Scranton. Matter of fact, Allentown, Pennsylvania is bigger than Scranton. Oh, my God. I, I Like, now I understand the jokes of why it's so bad. Like, it, there's literally nothing there. And it's so, like, the roads. Dude, I was in Puerto Rico two weeks before that. The roads in Puerto Rico are better than in Scranton. No joke. Like uh, more. That's like, saying some shit, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Cause Cause been in Puerto Rico too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. Low bar. <laughs> like the roads in Puerto Rico were more smooth than they were in Scranton. I don't oh, know if wow. that has to do with the snow or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Probably. I don't know anything, but anyway, driving through the snow for the first time was dope. Uh, you know, Boston was fun, but um, yeah, I was scared out of my mind. But good news is when my friend went back to Poland because she works in the hospital, and then in Poland they they don't play any games. She got off the flight. They were like, they did the temperature thing. They sent her in the house. And then every day for two weeks, a police officer would come to her place mm. to check on her, make sure she ain't going nowhere, she, which she didn't. And then, she, and then after that, she was tested and nothing. So, so I, based on that knowledge, I think I'm okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> based on the fact that she tested negative means I tested negative, even though I haven't been tested. That's my... That's my feel-good logic. But, uh, so you never mind the wow. fact that you were licking door handles immediately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, Eating man, urinal so cakes the whole time. No, but stealing <laughs> no, up gas, I was, like, taking napkins and holding the gas thingy. And, okay. Yeah, right. but it was, it was nuts, man. But I, what was I going to do? Tell my friend, no, I'm not going to help you move. Good luck. Bye. I mean, you know, I, you know, I have a job and all that stuff. So I was like, ah, fuck it, we'll do it. So, Andrew, yeah. you got your James Bond on, gallivanting up and down the East Coast. David, yeah. I heard you have quite the story to tell <laughs> about your quarantine experience so far. No, man, like, I hadn't been out of the house in, like, five days. And I'm, I'm prefacing that because there's going to be some details in this story that you're going to be like, wow, you noticed that. <laughs> yes, I did. I hadn't been out of the house in five days. I was noticing everything, right? So I'm like, yo, I'm on my way back from Publix. I, I go to the one, uh, it's like the apex of Florida and Nebraska, you know? For anyone who lives outside of the region, um, that's where Carol Baskins was picked up. Oh, Tiger King! <laughs> it's, a little it's a little north. Of it, there, it's, the same, yeah. it's the same general area. Same general area. So anyway, I go to that Publix. And uh, so I'm on my way home after getting, like, Publix is crazy every time you go there now. But so I'm on my way home, and there's, like, I'm rolling up uh, Nebraska. And there's like a light where I'm going to turn left. And right as I'm about to go into that turn lane, like I look up and I see this dude and he's standing on the sidewalk on the, on my right hand side. And he just, he like looks up at the sky and then he takes his shirt off and then he drops his pants and his underwear 
just lets his ding his dinger out. <laughs> this thing just <laughs> flopping in the wind. He kicks his shorts into the road and he just walks north on Nebraska like this. Looking at looking at God with his arms in the air. <laughs> his uncircumcised member waving in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that part. <laughs> so five it's days just... on, you noticed. Oh, I <laughs> see. Yeah, like, yeah. I posted this on our team channel, and one of the guys was like, you noticed you looked close enough to tell it was uncircumcised? I was like, look, Carl, I was like, I haven't been out of the house in five days, man. I noticed everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, he was, he's definitely left-handed if you get my drift. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's TMI, but Jesus. Yeah. This is that's a Florida man right there. He just lost his he just lost it, man. He couldn't take any more containment of any kind. <laughs> I mean that's, you get it. We, we we kind of all have to do the weird things we gotta do to get through this. Like we're all on Instagram looking at anything that we can, Twitter, whoever wants to throw out any kind of social media stuff, we're just jumping at it. Andrew, you're you're pulling us into this uh Instagram quiz that uh, Liverpool put out the other day, this or that. Yeah, I think so, it's more of a debate, but yeah, uh, it caught my eye the other day because I thought it'd be fun to talk about because I, I feel like maybe some of us will have different opinions on 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 some of those on the, some of those things they posted. I mean, I'll do it just to be contrarian, you know, just to just to <laughs> just to bust our balls. <laughs> that guy. All right, so let's go through, uh, through some of these then. So Liverpool put it out. It's a this or that. And it's obviously a bunch of things that we all love as Liverpool fans, but you got to pick one. So the first one, better song. Si, senor. That'd be best in the world is Bobby Firmino. Or Ale, Ale, Ale. Oh. That's a tough one. To that, that, that is a tough one because as a Spanish speaker on, on the podcast, I love me some seeds, senor. Even though it's ironic because obviously Bobby's he's, Brazilian. He's Portuguese, not I know, Spanish. I know it's completely irrelevant. It should be seen as I am. Senor. I know, but it, it's it's like hashtag close enough. But I love, <laughs> I love yelling that. And then also I like singing around the wife because she gets mad. So there's part of that. But then for me, though, I guess – the nostalgic, uh, the nostalgia, and the the more memories, the more memories in the, of with Ale Ale Ale, like that Man City game at home in the Champions League. Uh, I still watch that video today, pre-game, uh, you know, as part of my pre-game. There's this one video on YouTube where there's this uh, video and the cop and they're singing Ale 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 after the mat after the whistle, and like that, that's like part of my pre-match routine, to you know, especially if we have an early kickoff. To kind of wake me up and get myself hyped on the way to the on the way to where we watch the matches at London Heights, and so on. So, uh, so yeah, that's I have to go all LA for me. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to probably agree with that. Like, LA LA LA, just like the the time it came out, like the the vibe around the club at that time was just like so electric, and it's been now kind of part of us through not only that 2018 final, but then all of last year and into this year. And it's just sort of like, and it's, what I like about it is that like everybody can sing it. I love that VJ sings it in his <laughs> sort of different pentameter, you know, <laughs> like, whatever, yeah. different meter. Tone deaf like, is maybe what you're going for. Huh? It sounds like tone, tone deaf is what you're going for. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind. Let's uh, see. I like Let's that say. everybody sings it differently, you know. But like, it's it's, uh, it's sort of universal. But like, as as much as I love the Bobby song, and as much as you know, we sing it around the club. Like that second line took a lot of people some time. <laughs> oh yeah, for there's sure. still debate yeah. over the words. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Bobby uniform, for me. Oh, yeah. And then it's wait, do you pass him the ball, or every time he gets the ball, he's gonna score? Yeah, it's a bit confusing. He's the best in the world. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Just get to the <laughs> chorus and you're fine. Yeah. I love Bobby Sun, but we got to go LA, LA, LA on this one, I think. Yeah, and then also I, I want to piggyback what you said as well because when that kind of came out, or I believe it was around Porto when we played them in the, in, the, in the knockout round, 
Yeah, and last sixteen. You can, you can, yeah, the last sixteen. You can feel, like basically since Alele has come about, uh, came about that we've just been in an, on an upward crazy trajectory where we're we're in the stratosphere. Now we have Nike. We're gonna win the Premier League. We're champions of Europe and all this other stuff. So since that since that moment, that's kind of been like our, you know, that was crossing the Rubicon, so to speak, for me. But yeah, so there's so many memories with that. All right, so we're going to do this debate club style where somebody has to take the opposing view. Oh, I agree with you that Ale 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 is the way to go, but here's why Si Senor has to be somebody's choice because Si Senor, it slaps. It is just a party. It, when you hear it, you get up and it's like, you start moving. Best in the world is Bobby Vemino. I, I love yelling at <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's it. It's a party vibe. Like, yes, as a football supporter's chant, Ale Ale Ale, as a song, that's what you go with. You know what? If you put it on in the club, I'm just saying, I'm if you put it on in the club, that's you it. put it on in the club, Si Senor is getting people moving. That's Yo, all I'm basically, <laughs> I would rather hear Si Senor at a wedding than I would Ale Ale Ale. That's Absolutely. that's that's the damn it. That, all right, I'll give you that. Matter of fact, Si Senor, Si Senor. It goes so hard that Wolves fans, they sing that now. That's they damn t- right. Yeah. Absolutely. At the final last year, season really got everybody hyped before the game. But Ale 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 is what everybody had going all throughout. Okay. So. Okay, pencil pusher, damn it. We don't, we don't have the we don't over have there. <laughs> come to a consensus well, we're just well, we're, we're just well we're actually the, uh, the fans uh, responded to the trivia contest and uh, <laughs> yeah get the fuck out of here so, you know what i mean you know you get what i'm no, saying no, I get it. no it's a good yeah. episode absolutely <laughs> <laughs> oh, but for me i love like the best part of the song for me is just uh yelling the chorus because like no matter, like, depending on the time and point in the game, like, my voice could be gone or halfway gone, and it's, like, a measure of, like, wait, how, how, many, how much oxygen do I have in my lungs to be able to, to yell, belter this out? So, yeah, I love that. And, uh, like I said, the missus doesn't like it, and I love that. So, there's that. All right. So, ole, 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 si, senor. We'll let you guys decide, everyone watching, which one is your favorite. We're not going to tell you which one you should choose. Now, the next one. Whew, okay. So we've got a couple of winners against Everton. Sadio Mane in the 94th minute or Devakarigi in the 96th, which should have only been 94 minutes, but shouldered it in. Jurgen Klopp loses mind, runs on the pitch. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, drive you guys into which one to pick, but I mean, Devakarigi. I'm going to say you go first on this one. I think Devakarigi was the one because it's a part of the mystique of last season where we – understand Liverpool are good but it's not just that it's the stuff where it's like this doesn't make sense it's the kind of narrative you tell in sports years down the line years later that wow there was something really magical about this team and Divock Origi's winner going off the crossbar twice Jordan Pickford losing his mind and just I don't know how to to, to do this anymore and Divock Origi saying bet I'll take advantage, puts it in. Jurgen Klopp loses his mind, runs out into the middle of the pitch, hugs Allison. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's kind of the way you got to go. Devak Origi in the 96. But again, by the way, should have only been 94 minutes to Liverpool. You know, got a little Oh, uh, well, a- actually, hey, it should have been 93 it. minutes and 27 seconds. Who cares? But <laughs> it, plays, it plays into the mystique. There was reasons. Yeah. Okay. So you're yeah. you're absolutely right on this one. But before we get into it, they're both great goals at the end. Of, uh, you know, uh, beating the Ev um, in the final minute. Ah, you know shut up what? and answer the question. <laughs> it's, obviously, it's obviously it's obviously Origi. It's ob- listen. When I got to work on Monday, I was walking around the office like a dickhead, watching it, but the Titanic version. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I just made an excuse like, "Hey, I'm, I need to go to the bathroom. I'll be back." And oh, oh I'm gonna go to eat lunch, or oh, I'm gonna go to the tech cafe and go fix my computer. And all I was doing was watching that goal and repeat, repeat with Celine Dion. I even sent it to family members that are not football fans, and they even appreciated it. Like the the you know the context of it all. Um, yeah, sometimes I still watch it. To, to yeah, I watched it a million times. Yeah, it, it's just. <laughs> 
the co- the commentary from NBC Sports isn't that bad, and usually I I don't like their their commentary, but their commentary on that is 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 pretty is pretty solid on it as well. So that makes it fun to watch. Shout out to Arlo White, he was on it for yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he's getting better over the years. So so for me, it's absolutely that. Also, I have so, to say for Mane, I I don't I don't think I was in America at that point, so I probably didn't even watch it in English. So probably the emotion right. gone for me. <laughs> So, Ariki's the right answer, like, mainly just because it gave us the mark face, right? <laughs> so, it's responsible for those big heads. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's responsible for that photo, which is one of the greatest photos <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I put him on my Instagram. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, man, that's so good. But, yeah. Brian took off his shirt. In, in, in the spirit of, uh, you know, the debate show thing, as Darius said, I'll make this argument for Mane's goal. That goal, like that season, okay, Mane joins. You can tell he's a really impressive player. He's going to do a lot of things for us. But when you score a Derby winner, you put yourself in sort of a category, like in sort of a, a place in the supporters' hearts that you can't just be in like a really good – like if you're a really good player but you don't show up in the Derbys, then – you're a really good player, but maybe I'm not going to remember you as a legend or whatever. But when he scored that goal and he pops up with that moment in, in that season, that's a season that got us back into the Champions League, got us back into a position where we could sign a Mo Salah, sign an Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, keep kicking on and doing the things that we ended up going on to do. So that is a massive goal. It's a massive – It's and it's a goal that – in like puts him into a place in the Liverpool supporters' hearts that just changes everything for him in terms of his relationship to the club because it's a, it's a key moment in building the relationship that now you look at the relationship the supporters have with Sadio Mane and they're painting banners, freaking love the guy, right? He's, got, he's in like two or three songs and he's no doubt a Liverpool legend already. So it's a very important moment in his sort of story arc because it's the moment that really kicks him on. So I'll make that argument for the for Sadio's because it was a big, big thing at the time. Yeah, I can feel that. I can feel that. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, it's right. Yeah, obviously it's a ring. <laughs> but yes, I can feel that though. It bounced twice off the crossbar. <laughs> it's the greatest goal of all time. Yeah, um, oh, amazing, amazing. Football, football without a re- I love sending that that meme or whatever that is. To I love wearing that shirt. To that, to, yeah, to yeah, yo, your shirt too. But I love sending that meme to other friends of mine. And yeah, football without a re- is nothing because some of them are like, who the hell is a re-? <laughs> You know, you know who he is. Fucking legend, man. Yeah. All right, moving on. The next one that we have: weekday game and the weekend game. Well, I mean. For us here in the States, I feel like this argument <laughs> no kind of makes itself, but Dave, you want to start off? Uh, weekday, all right, weekend. I'll say this. I'll, all right, I'll, I'll, no, you know what? It's a fucking weekend game. <laughs> no, no, bullshit. No, for me. Oh, no, okay. No, 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 all right, no. fine. You can be in the Go ahead. Go ahead, yeah, go no, ahead no, David. Come on. Go ahead. Weekend games, it's a better crowd. Like, everybody's there. Everybody's available. People are super hyped because they just want to get drunk on the weekend anyways. Everybody's prepped to sing. Like the weekend games are dope. Are dope. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell me your weekday version. Okay. 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 So here's the thing. I feel you on that, and especially like a Man City game on a Sunday at 11 a.m. I complete or Saturday, whatever it is. I completely vibe with that. However, weekday games typically are Champions League games. Higher level competition, higher stakes. I'm all for that. Also. Only the diehards are at the bar. so That's true. And then, not to mention, my favorite moment since being in, you know, amongst you guys here in Tampa has been a weekday game. It's, it's at home against Barcelona. That was a weekday game. There was probably yeah. 12 of us there. Some of, some of the people that were there don't even come in on the weekend. As you said to me one point, like the people sometimes that come on the weekdays, you don't see them on the weekend. You get kind of like a weird crowd. <laughs> and, you get, you get I, 
and I understand that not everyone is lucky enough to to be able to get out of work, and I'm not blaming anyone for that. I'm I'm very fortunate. I can just I don't have to tell my boss. I just leave. I don't care. Um, so I understand all that. But the weekday is is kind of exciting. And hell, it's also nice to to leave work early too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like I'll give you that. Like it, it is. And the, then it the only thing is, is I'm always pulling in like right after kickoff. So. Oh yeah, that's that's your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, sometimes me too, but that's why. Um, did you, did you, you know, say that's my fault? <laughs> yeah, that's your fault, man. You gotta leave. You gotta leave. You gotta leave on time. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta drive like Vin Diesel. You know what I'm saying? I got meetings. <laughs> After meetings, reschedule them. That's what I do. Or I just, you know, I just, I just bounce. Um, no. So for me, it's all about the weekday games. However, I completely acknowledge that the weekend. I love me a crowd. And for example, the Man United game where Salah puts in that goal in the 92nd minute. And then yeah. I took off my shirt next to Brian or something like that. I'll, I'll that. But again, I'll go back to that Barcelona game. I just remember, I think the third goal goes in. I run to the other side of the bar where there's no one there. And then I run back and then I think I run into someone. And, you know, that then there was a few Barcelona fans that day. And so that, that vibe was just incredible. And, you know. All right. Can I just tell you guys something real quick? So Atletico Madrid. At home, you know, the second leg. Oh. We go up 2-1 when Bobby scores, and we all go berserk, right? Trini Dave runs across the bar. We're, like, it's like you, me, and somebody else. We're all hugging. Dave comes over the top, and it's like, oh, and just his hand goes straight into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-corona crisis. <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> Oh, I'm in the bathroom like two seconds later, like, ah, ah, like scrubbing my tongue. <laughs> oh man, that's so. Oh man, that game was so sad. I was watching it, literally on the flight. I was going into oh, yeah, my. You there. Yeah, so I was in Puerto Rico. I was getting on my flight when Bobby scored that goal. In fact, I was watching with two other guys from Tampa, Liverpool fans. We were just about to literally get on the plane. Bobby scores, and then we try to get people to go in front of us so we can rewatch it. And then the flight attendants were like, "Get on the damn plane!" <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of nuts. And then I unfortunately got to, or I fortunately got to watch the rest of it. And then you know, it all turned out the way it did, and that was that was very sad. It was sad, but you know, Champions you know, League But it, here's the thing, though. Let, uh, segue, but. If we had a better goal, if we had a better second goalkeeper, could we, could we get? Ah, man, it's it's really down to like you're missing the best goalkeeper in the world, is what. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So like, unlucky. I mean, it's unlucky. Yeah. No, like most second goalkeepers in the world are gonna have are gonna have a world class day there. Like, you yeah. gotta remember, the dude won us the Super Cup. Like he's he's had yeah. good days. I, I, I think really I think we goals. can all back off Adrian a little bit. I mean, yes, yeah. he had a shocker, but at the same time, any other keeper would not have been able to produce what he did throughout the season. Because remember, we missed Allison for what was several it? games, a month, like, two yeah. months. And yeah. we did yeah, games. Right. Plus so, so, I mean, yes, he's, he's, he was he awful, awful that game. Yeah. But his body of work is a little bit larger than his worst moment. Yeah, he's so, like, be fair. you know, you know, because most goalkeepers, second second goalkeepers are not really deserving of what their team does during out the season because right. they don't really play. But in this case, Adrian is, you know, is equally as He earned his winner's medal. For, yeah, Look, for the, if it had been Mignolet, we would have been down 6-2 at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how bad would it have been if it was Loris Carius? No. No, you want to know. We'd have to measure it in touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, All right, so to close out this section of it, I'll, I'll go back in on um, our this in or that. So, okay, uh, I got to go with the weekend, but I'll be specific to it. I'll say that the weekend game – on a Saturday, because for me, I go to church on Sundays, so I have to miss a lot of the first half of games, like the Man U game. I'm up in church, and I'm like working the camera and checking my phone, and eh, checking the phone, getting the car, rush home and catch the second half. So Sunday games kind of suck. The Saturday games always, it's just, it's a part of like the same thing with the NFL, if you watch the Sunday games compared to Monday Night Football, like being a part of all the games, the full experience, and then being the last game of the day, I really appreciate that. I really like right, that. You I'm know everyone's your, watching. I'm down with your Saturday caveat for one reason. 
the Pinellas folks don't care about this anymore. But those of us here in Hillsboro, we still know that if it's an early Sunday game before 11 a.m., I can't have a damn beer. Oh, yeah, because of our crazy Florida law. <laughs> or I got to have something where yeah. like, the, the bar has to get a permit or we have to do like a private party and can't let anybody who's not a member in. And it's like, come on, man. I just like, who cares about this? This like ancient law. Can we, can we like, <laughs> can we tweet uh, Jane Castor and be like, yo, change the law? <laughs> like, is that we a could. Let's do it. Let's start it, the petition. You know, she's, she's tweeting Tom Brady. I figure we could tweet her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, sticking with that, uh, the next question that we have for it is early kickoff or late kickoff? Uh, late, duh. I think I mean, if anybody here says early, you're, you're, you're – Well, let's, let's, let's go into debate mode. Okay, so the early kickoff, even if it is the 7.30 game that personally oh. I'm not waking up for until like 10 minutes in. Um, even with that early kickoff, you get the rest of your day. So, you know, and typically those early games are Darby. Yeah, there's that. yeah, yeah. You, it's usually a reason. It's not going to be the worst game. And to be, to be honest, if Liverpool do play kind of poorly, it's usually not against a great team for the early kickoff. So it's like, all right, this is more interesting against Burnley than it probably should be. So eh, there's something. No, in there, there's but nothing. no, no, no. It's the late kickoff. It's the late kickoff. You're asking. If you ask the wives, they'll be like, oh, early kickoffs, because he's, uh, he's back by, like, 10 a.m. He gets the <laughs> whole day with me. <laughs> That's funny. No, I think – yeah, I think my missus would say the same thing. But, I mean, obviously, I think most of us think later, man. <laughs> although although the crowds are better. Although there's something to be said about breakfast drinking. I really like that. You know, oh, no, no. If you, especially if you got a deal going on, you know, like a yeah, and I, I, it reminds me of my college days, you know what I mean? It makes me feel young, yeah. eggs and eggs, spring in the step, <laughs> and so on. <laughs> yeah, man, biscuits and gravy and a bloody Mary. I uh, <laughs> I, but I feel like that one for us in the states, it picks itself, especially for anyone, good lord, on the west coast, like in Cali. Oh, my god, yeah, oh, like yeah. 4 a.m. Oh. Yeah, that yeah. one, yeah. obvious. Oh, All right. So then this is really where we start to get into it. All right. Would you rather have the Champions League title or the Premier League title? Oh, man, this is tough. You know, now, I'll, now let's try to look at it from the perspective that Liverpool haven't gone 30 years without winning the no, Premier no, no, League no, no. and have just gonna, won the I'm, Champions League last year. Let's try to say that, in a vacuum. No, no, no. Let's produce the caveat here that let's look at it from the vantage point of we won this Premier League title. Okay, Let's and then moving forward that. next year. But yeah, because, yeah. like, I think all of us right now would obviously say the Premier League title. So let's just say for a moment that we won this Premier League title and that we're talking about you going to next season, which one's bigger to you? Well, yeah, I mean, that's how I wanted to look at the situation. And, you know, talking to Mark <laughs> – uh, no, so I'm agreeing with you. I, I, I remember talking to Mark about this a few months ago when we made – um, our Champions League bet. I, I owe him a pack of Red Stripe, unfortunately. Um, he he said he he said that he wants the Champions League, even even before it looked like we were gonna win the Premier League. And uh, I'm just gonna be selfish. Can I just say both? Can can we have both? You have to make the argument for why both. Uh, so you have why? to do double the work then. No, okay. No, <laughs> Damn it, I'm not an overachiever. Um, no, I, I, I think there's something more romantic about winning the Champions League than there is the Premier League. So, and I think it's more difficult to win the, the Champions League than it is to win the Premier League. So, I, w I would take that. I'll say this. Uh, I think normally it's going to be like if it wasn't for the thirty-year drought. Let's say let's say that's over. Yeah, it's the Champions League every time because there's just so much attached to it. There's something about going to these crazy grounds in Rome and Spain and Portugal and Eastern Europe. You know, like when we went the first time or, or just uh, this last time, we had to go to freaking you know Belgrade and. You get, it's just there's so much crazy stuff that you have to do to get to that point. And, like, for them, for the folks over in Liverpool who travel to these games, you know, for them it's like a big day out. But for us, 
even here where, yeah, we're not going to get to go to the game. There's something about, like you said before, like a different crowd, these like Tuesday afternoons where something magical happens, these Wednesday afternoons where we're all sort of like thinking the world's over for a minute. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're going home in your work clothes, but it feels like, days ago that you were you were at work <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i yeah i agree, yeah, it's I like, agree with that statement however this, no no, no, no no i was just gonna say i think the players would agree but i don't think the coaching staff would agree i think for example i think on jurgen Klopp's mind he wants to win the premier league every year i think that's his first priority and then everything else is second but that, um, well, like but i but then the players for example mane salah i think they they want to win the Champions League more than the Premier League. We got to remember is. specifically for the guys that come from outside of England. Exactly. Everyone around the world watches the Champions League. So the Champions League is just – it's a bigger product than even the Premier League, which is kind of hard to think, but everyone around the world watches the Champions League. That's yeah. – so it's like it's, – it's, it's tough to kind of compare the two, honestly. Yeah. I don't know, but from a fan perspective, like I said, I want both. Like, can we – I want to be competitive <laughs> in both. I want – you know, I want us to go far both. I mean, very disappointed what happened this year. Again, we were unlucky. That's football. It is life. It's but. interesting, though, because before you said in Europe that there's – it's higher stakes. But if you think about it, it's actually higher stakes every week in the league because there's more money on the line in the Premier League. Oh. There's more, like – Yeah. And it's – to Mark, like Mark once said to me something that I always think about. He was like, the league is your bread and butter. Yeah, it's yeah. That you base everything on. And, like, he grew up in an era where Liverpool won the league all the time. Whereas, like, I've come of age as a fan. Like, I've never seen it. It doesn't exist. Yeah, so, it doesn't exist, man. Yeah, <laughs> It's not a thing for me. So, I view it differently. Like, for me, you know, we've been to – I've seen us play in four European Cup finals. We've yeah. won two of those. Like, <laughs> so to me, like the European Cup is always going to be like nothing, and, and it does have all this magic attached to it. And of course, both times that we've won it, uh, right. that I've seen, we won it in incredible circumstances. And, like, and, yeah. and then, then there's something to be said that, that it's more okay, this sounds a bit weird, but go with me here. The Champions League is more American. Um, in the sense that it's more like how our American sports are built. Like a you get a true playoff. Yeah, it's, a, right. it's a playoff. There's a ser- you know, it's not a series like seven games or nothing, but it is more American in that sense where there's a final, there's a Super Bowl, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's for me that it, it, that's, that's why fair. when I said stakes, it's more of that that kind of like romanticism and and so on. And as Darius pointed out. Yeah, it's watched all over the world. You know, there's people in fucking Mozambique watching the Champions League. You know? uh, that, and that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I so, will say this, so though. I think that, that excitement is more mm-hmm. fun, you know. I will say this. So, I, I personally think Champions League, but what is the Champions League without winning the Premier League? Like, if you are going and winning in Europe, then you obviously need to be dominating within your league as well. And it's way tougher no, I mean, you just to dominate. It's way tougher, to, but 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 that but that's the thing though. It's way tougher to dominate in the Premier League, to win consecutive titles three in a row. You just don't yeah. see that compared to going out and winning well, in I Europe. Mean, it's it's it's, mad, it's, it's way tougher to win the Premier League constantly than to go on a run and make back to back Champions League finals. Like the way what Liverpool did, it would be more impressive if they go out and finish first or second two more times right. in the Premier League than if they were to make the final and, oh, they got to the final three in a row. Just because the Champions League, because this cup competition is a bit more random, because it's 38 matches, there is no question who is the best team in England. And you can make the argument that the best team in England is probably the best team in the world as far as a week-to-week constant lay-it-all-out basis. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say from that standpoint, it's harder to win the Premier League. Therefore, that's the one you should probably go for. But I, I still think at the end of the day, it's like the Champions League means more to a lot more people. But you, you don't, you're, you're, not in the Premier, you're not in the Champions League if you don't play well in the Premier League. Yeah, that's true. No, but you're, you're right about the Premier League. And I, I misspoke earlier. Um, yeah, because it's, it's just more, it's more men- or mentally – I'm going to try to use an SAT word. 
arduous. I thought you were going to say menstrual. Arduous, yes. <laughs> it, well, it takes arduous. more gumption. Yes. It, it's it's, and it's more difficult. It's, yeah. it's, it's tough as hell. I don't know. Yeah. It, English is hard. Um, hey, hey, could Lionel Messi go and do it a stoke on a Thursday night in the rain? Could he do it? Could he do it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he, can't, he can't do it. I, like me and the missus were watching. Fine. No, me and the missus were watching the Barcelona highlights the other night, and she's like, "I don't want to see it. I really like Messi." And I was like, "Watch him cry. You watch him. <laughs> watch him cry." Andrew. Let him watch the first leg highlights. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't speak about that. <laughs> no, that makes it even sweeter. I know. Yeah, I, oh my god! It's, all, it's always the context. Well, especially because now you can go back and look at it and like, oh no, we saw this coming because that shouldn't have been no three nil. They got a little. Uh, oh, but I gotta give him credit no though. That that free kick and the. Well, you give Messi credit. You give Messi yeah, credit because yeah. he is brilliant. Yeah, but yeah, the but teams wasn't yeah. that big. It wasn't no three nil difference. Let's, no, no, no. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I remember having arguments with my my friends from overseas, and they were like. Oh, it's football, but like, yeah, it wasn't like that. But then after when we won four 0 they were like, oh, but like, Liver or Liver or Barcelona didn't deserve to lose that badly. It should have been maybe four one or four two or something. And I'm like, that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> I'm going to fucking Madrid. Get out of here. <laughs> so, speaking of going to Madrid after beating Barcelona, what what do you guys prefer? Do you prefer a comeback win? Or a comfortable breeze. Oh, that's tough. It's Liverpool, baby. Comeback wins all day. I want to do things one way, drama. man. I love the drama. I'm a gossip man. I'm a gossip uh, boy. I love me the drama. However, I mean, there is something nice about a comfortable win. Like we all just like chill out on the porch or whatever bar we're hanging out at, and like day drink for a while, and then just mosey on our way. That's fine. And I'll, yeah. you know, you gotta have that. But then, like. Uh, there's just something about a comeback win that just leaves your heart pounding and like, yeah, feel more yeah. alive. The, yeah. the only uh, the only way the comfortable win is nice is if you've had like three comeback wins in a row and you need a nice like palate You cleanser. need to calm down. You need like <laughs> your blood pressure to drop. So then that's when the the, the comfortable win is nice. Yeah. But from a dramatic standpoint, yeah, I live for that stuff. I mean. Hell, in November, I almost got into a car accident because Sadio Mane scored a header. Against Aston Villa. Villa. Yes. Yeah. So, I was yeah. driving too. Yes. Yo, that's the game. That's a game that was blocked on uh, on TV. You mm-hmm. had to have gold or whatever. And my mm-hmm. another friend of mine was here in November. We were going to Miami. We were on the way to Miami. She was jet lagged. She was in the back of the car sleeping. And I get to a stoplight. They, I had this app on my phone. Kids, don't drive and watch sports. Only professionals can do that. We would never do that. Yeah, anyway, so I had it. <laughs> and then they, they showed the bonus footage, right, of the game because it was two minutes left. And then, you know, the, the corner goes in or whatever, and then Monty hits it in. <laughs> and I'm at a red light. But I let go of the gas, and I start hitting the, I start hitting the steering wheel of the ceiling. My friend woke up, and then the car moved a little bit. I almost nicked the guy in front of me. Thank God I, I got back on the, on, the, on the brake. But, yeah. Almost got into a little baby accident on that, that dramatic <laughs> what a game. What, to this day, I still haven't even seen the game. I, I've seen highlights, but I haven't watched the game. In t- in now, you know what the ultimate, like, I need a comfortable win here was? Was um, after Roma second leg, and oh. then, like, everybody was banged up, and we needed a win in the league in order to seal it against right. Middlesbrough. Right, right. Yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. was. Like, it was like we had to seal fourth just ensure Champions League next year mm-hmm. where we were going to have to win the final against Real Madrid. And oh, I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I cannot take this shit. I just need a comfortable win here. <laughs> <laughs> and they delivered, thank God. I was like, all right, thank you. That's all I need. I need, to get, I need the lads to go out and just handle business. Yeah, absolutely. So there are, there are moments where you need a comfortable win. But on an average day, like if you're just telling me like on a one-off, how you want it to happen. Liverpool's going to win either way, but how you want it to happen. Give me the drama all day. All day. Yeah, I agree with that statement. I mean, it wouldn't be the drama if I knew, obviously. But. <laughs> right, right, well, right. Well, but if you know it's going to be a 1-0 in the 97th, you don't know, okay, necessarily who's going to do it, how yeah, it's going to go. You so you can still, it's gonna I mean, you, speaking you of dramatic. Speaking about 3-0, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> right, right. Reminiscing about dramatic comebacks, how about – 
because I was on the Liverpool's uh, YouTube channel, They're, which, by the way, over the last couple of year, seasons, they've been more phenomenal mm-hmm. in their approach to social media. So whatever they hired for social media, you know, ha- you know, hands down or whatever to them. But, like, Lovren, 4-3. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going back. My hand was bloody that game. My hand, that goal goes in. I hit the ceiling at the bar that I'm in in Poland, and I hit the light fixture. And my, I had glass and shit all over my head, blood and everything. Didn't care. We it still was celebrating. But yeah, that 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 that's another uh, dramatic comeback. That just that's why that football's just like for me. Forty people at Four Green Fields pouring sweat. And it was just funny because Brian and I just – we were down, what, what was it, like 3-1. And Brian and I were like, it's fine. We're going to win this. We're like, we just have to score once every 10 minutes. That's it. <laughs> and then they did it. Like, the first one goes in. I think it was Coutinho scored that second one. And we're like, it's fine. We're going we're, we're gonna to get a third. We're going to tie it. We need it the next 10 minutes. <laughs> Sako scores. We're like, that's it. We're winning this. And Jordan came around the bar. Jordan's like, we're fucking winning it. I know it. Like, everybody was like, I know it. When Lover and shit went in, we just, we blew the roof off that place. Like, I'll never forget that day. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, all you got, all you got to do is score once every 10 minutes or, you know, score pace of, on pace of nine goals. That's all you got to do. Like, yeah. Well, no. It's like, well, we're already months. behind. Minute, we're down three-one, so it's just like, all right, whatever. Let's just, <laughs> hey, just put it in your mind like this. Like you just had to think of it in the right way. And I just, I already knew then. Cut the game Klopp into sections. Was, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I already felt like at that time, Klopp was developing them mentally. Right. And like so much had happened in that season with Klopp and the fans, and like he was he was grooming us. He was grooming. The players, just everything. He was creating a culture. And then Dortmund was like the moment where it was just like, like when the evil genius puts his hands on the thing and the, all the lightning bolts. Like, <laughs> okay, that, that, that random question now talking about this game. I want to rewatch the game in entirety. How, how do I do that? Do I have to like find it illegally online? YouTube's, man. YouTube will have it for you. I think uh, there's also a site called like, uh, what's it called, like Elysian or something like that? Or uh, we'll talk about it later. Anyway, I, I was gonna I, say maybe we should later. take this one offline. Yeah, no, no, yeah, we'll take that one offline. <laughs> no, I was yeah. just getting. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back after this, guys. Yeah, there's yeah. some illegal shit we can do. Okay. <laughs> all right, but all right, but here, here's why you guys are dead wrong. So look, the reason why you go with the comfortable win, if you're talking about in the context of you're wrong, Darius. Neutral, Stop talking. You're talking in the context of a neutral. <laughs> I just want to enjoy a game I don't give a damn about. You're absolutely right. Give me the thrill. If you're talking about a team you care about, you want to see them dominate. You want to see them win every game. You don't care about how other fans feel. You don't care about the excitement. You want to see 3-0, 4-0, 5-0. You want to see them put 10 up if they can. You want to go and see them put up 100 points in the season. You don't give a damn about nobody's feelings. You don't give a damn about breaking the sport. You want to break the code. You want to break the matrix. You want to go and dominate break so much that people don't want to play football anymore because they're so damn demoralized because your team is that good. Yes, give me the comfortable win man. all day long. Dude, my dog disagrees with you, man. You just made my <laughs> nipples soft. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. It's the hope that kills you. I want United to have the hope and then, yes. and then, and then take it away. Because I want to have the, ban- the opportunity. <laughs> you want them to, to have hope. Answer. And to think that That's they it. Get And then have it ripped away. Yes. No, yeah. I want them to have no hope. Cut the head off and then stomp on the corpse. That's the way I run things. Dude, this escalated. That's how we do this. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, we're not going like the first of the hard ones. No hope. The first yeah. of the no real hope. ones. Well, along the All same right, lines, next? though, along the same lines, when it comes to where you get your win, do you want to win at home or do you want to win on the road? Um, I like away games. It, it's a tough question, right? Because, like, this came up with a lot of the other podcasts with the final or with the like the title, like where do you want to clinch it, right? Right. And uh, one of the guys, I think it was on the Anfield Rap. It was like a, I don't even think he's like one of their guys. He's like a reporter or something. Uh, Neil Jones. Yeah, I think he works for the Echo or something. But 
he took flag for saying that he wanted it to happen away, but I can kind of understand because, like, when you think about some of the magical games of last season in particular, Southampton, Newcastle, you think of this year, <clears throat> that United fixture away and, like, what that meant to this season when Milana gets the equalizer, mm-hmm. Villa was away. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's some, you can have some magical emo- magical moments away from home that can be, like, season-defining. But, I mean, of course, winning at home is everything. Like, if Anfield's a fortress, then that's everything. And so yeah, I think I think the right answer is home for me. Like, I, I want us to win every match we play at Anfield. But I also understand, like, how magical a good away win, can, like a difficult away win can be. And, like, imagine if last season we had won at City. What it what it meant to us at the time, and what it, what the ongoing implications of that would have been. So like, uh, this one's really tough. I'm gonna go with home, but I can definitely see. The okay, other so I uh, so there's two ways to look at this answer or this question. The right answer I think is home, and and the right answer is to look at this question from uh, the perspective of players, and the staff, and the overall longevity and the and like what you want, like what's best for the club. Right. But then the other way to look at it and the way I'm going to look at it is from a selfish perspective as what I call a TV fan. <laughs> Cause we watch <laughs> other games on TV. And for me, that, <laughs> that answer is no doubt, undoubtedly away from home. The reason being is because like when we're at the bar and we watch the games and we have the volume up and we're playing away from home, we, who do we hear? We typically hear our supporters over over their, you know, Aston Villa supporters or whoever the case might be. So, so for example, they might start. We might hear him hear them sing Bobby's song, and then that might, uh, you know, engage us to s- start singing our own version here in the in the in the bar to to get our atmosphere going up. So, from that perspective, I enjoy that because you know I love a good sing along. Um, and then, you know, I love it when we went away from home because the last two minutes you hear the away friends singing You'll Never Walk Alone, mm-hmm. which I, which everyone should love that damn song. Always gives me goosebumps. So I love it. So, again, from that perspective, I know this is the wrong way, but that's my way of looking at it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's the wrong way. But, again, but you're, you're – David, I can't disagree with you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. Like, duh, I want to win every home game. And, yeah – when I went to Anfield, you know, five years ago, I was like, I hope they better fucking win this game, you know? See, so, so that's, it is why, yeah. that's why I'm going in the other direction because it's an assumption. You should win at home. And yeah. Anfield should be a fortress. But when you go and win on the road, that's more special. Especially when it is a big crowd. You go to the Theater of Dreams. You go to Stamford Bridge. And you go and you silence thousands dozens of thousands of fans who want nothing more than to curse you out tell you what kind of name you are and you put in a goal and they go dead silent oh, oh that's that satisfying that is so satisfying like going back to the previous question we were talking about giving them hope well everyone has hope at the beginning of the match and then you could just cut the throats out <laughs> Again, you're so dark. <laughs> that's a great feeling. Yeah, that's interesting, though, because like you say, like you should win at Anfield, but you can remember a time. Not yeah, so not long that. Ago not that it long wasn't ago. so much of a fortress. No, so, it wasn't true. that long ago. You know what I mean? Like we were we were dropping points there all the time, and so like when you're not winning at home, you're like, damn, I'm just curious. Like when we're, we're coming back to Anfield, let's freaking win. But it's you more know? to me. It's like it's desperate. If you don't win at home, if you're not constantly winning at home, there's something wrong. If you're not winning yeah. on the road, it's understandable. You go away and you take a draw. Honestly, in the Premier League, you get a draw on a tough road game. That's not the worst thing in the world. You, look, right. But if We've you go seen... away and you get three points, let's get it. No, and like you've seen, the best team <laughs> in the world can go on the road to Watford and get Spanked. <laughs> oh we, my we, god, we got, that game. I don't want to break it up, but <laughs> yeah, no, you it, it happens. It is what it is. But yeah, and there's and then there's that extra sweetness. It's like it's like hot exactly. sauce to your meal if you went away from home. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I prefer it and 
And also, like, yeah, when we give a good team a good dick in away from home, that's that's nice, you know. Beating. Also, I like seeing celebrations at, in the away clip and the away. Yeah, clip. yeah, exactly. All that stuff, and and then like you know, for example, I was in New York when we played at Stanford Bridge this season, and you know what a game that was. You know, Trent scoring that free kick and and so on and so forth. That that well, that was an atmosphere, you know, even if it was away from home. So, like yeah, like I you said, that. Andrew, when your fans take over on the road it's just exactly. such a great feeling like wow we came up and just spanked y'all and took over your spot so that's a really cool thing but all right guys yeah. these have all been easy questions up to now now this is <laughs> what separates the men from the boys this is the ultimate tough question in our this or that anfield comeback against barcelona or istanbul David, um, since, wants to go first. since you're the, the gentleman of the group, uh, you know, I'll give the floor to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. That's really tough. That's really tough because, like, Barcelona, that one meant everything to me on, like, a super personal level in terms of, like, look, when Istanbul had just like a guy who liked watching soccer at bars with other people. <laughs> it, 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 that's the truth. And like, really, it was part of what started my transition into being a full-blown Liverpool supporter. Right. Was that I saw it happen. But I wasn't like, at that time, I wasn't as invested as some of the people around me. <clears throat> I will make the argument that like, because it was a final, because it happened in the span of you know, 45 minutes and then an extra extra time with penalties. And because it was that AC Milan team, like when you really think about that AC Milan team, like they were so stacked. <clears throat> they had so much talent with Shevchenko and Kaká, Pirlo. They were just ridiculous. But, you know, after what happened the first leg at Barca and how emotional that was, and like it felt – because, I think it really comes down to the two weeks in which it unfolds, right? Because we go into the first leg and we're riding high thinking, like, City can still lose in the league. And, you know, we can, we're going to dust these guys off and go to a second straight European final. We go there, we lose. Mo Salah gets hurt in the Newcastle game at the weekend. We pull that Newcastle game out of the fire only to have City have Vincent Company score the goal oh of his God. life on Monday afternoon. <laughs> Monday afternoon. And it's then it's Tuesday. And he's thinking, like, we're down 3-0. There's no way City's losing to Brighton on the final day. We're, we're screwed. This is it. Like, we're done unless a miracle occurs today. And I think for me, what – what made it special was just the, the level of confidence and people like myself and Jordan and Attila who were just like, you know, we just got to get the first goal. We, just kept, we all kept saying the same thing. Get the first goal. We'll see what happens. But it's at Anfield, and we're playing for our hopes of anything. <clears throat> and this, that was at the time, you're thinking, this is the greatest Liverpool team I've ever seen. So – how can they not win something? They have to win something. And the only way to do it now is that we've got a fucking 4-0 or 5-1 Barcelona at our place. But it's possible because it's Anfield. And then just the manner in which it happened and everything just sort of fell into place. It's just such a special day. Even though Istanbul is like the formative moment in my Liverpool watching life, probably. It's the moment that draws me to other Liverpool fans. I still probably go Barcelona just because it was my first probably true triumphant thing that led to a trophy when I was a full-blown supporter. That makes sense. So it's, it's, it, yeah, it's yeah. hard. And the, and I, the, I, I watch Istanbul, I still get chills. And it's like I have that memory of seeing people and being drawn to it. But it's not quite like when you are a part of that thing. 
and you've now embraced it and you've gone through over a decade <laughs> right, right. of waiting for that thing to happen again. <clears throat> you know, so I'm a, I, I'll probably go Barcelona. Yeah. And, you know, of course, this has a little bit of bias because, you know, these two games are, are generational divides, you know. You know, for example, I was a teenager when Istanbul happened. And so, the, and then obviously, and then humans Shut are... Shut up, young man. <laughs> my, my point being is that, you know, and then, you know, whatever's more <coughs> in mind, humans are naturally more drawn to that. Like, it's easier to say that. But yeah, I have to agree with everything you just said. Uh, and, and I've already uh, alluded to this earlier in this segment, uh, uh, you know, when I argued that the weekday games are better and I talked about this game. I, listen, basically, I'm just so happy that that day I was at work, I was like, should I go to watch a game? Do we have, you know, I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll go. <laughs> and, then, you know, the the best comeback I, I've ever seen in probably all of sports. Um, and uh, what what a ride. Just, that, I, you know, that game is all I have to, you know, those two games are the only, re- like, if I wanted to convert, like, one of my cousins to, to football, like, that's the two games I would make them watch to understand, like, why this sport, I think, is one of the most fun to watch um, and to be a part of, the, the pure ecstasy and, and all that involved. But you're right, you know, the, the fact, not only what the, you were talking about, that Vincent and company scored against Leicester and all that, but we had Salah was on the bench. Firmino wasn't playing. Yeah. What you you try to I'm tell me the, in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. You try to tell me the best NFL team or whatever basketball team and then like try to, you know, do the same thing without LeBron James. Without their best players. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get the hell out of here. That, that's not you like the Heat beating the Spurs without LeBron or D Wade. Like Yeah. Yeah. yeah Chris yeah. Bosch, you're our only hope. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, Bird man. Go get us twenty points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then exact. I, yeah, I don't get that reference, but that's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know who you But uh, it's funny because you say you, you said that like it's the greatest comeback you've ever seen, and somebody asked me like, "Well, you're a Bills fan. Is it the greatest comeback you've ever seen?" And I know what they're referencing. I get it. It's the Bills Oilers game where we were down thirty-five to three. Oh yeah, I know that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible game. And but here's the thing. I was, what, nine or ten years old at the time? And I got fucking pissed at halftime and shut it off and went outside uh, yeah. and played basketball for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> when I came back, they'd won. <laughs> oh, that's great. Hey, man, you, you make some mistakes. You, you, you yeah. live and you learn. But you know what it taught me? is I was like, never again will I ever not watch. Watch to the end. Like, yeah. you just watch till the end. And it may be painful, and maybe nothing happens, but you just never know. Yeah, you never, never know. know. You so, can, still, you can watch it and, like, you know, do dishes or something. You know, you can, you can have it on. You know. <laughs> well, I was yeah. 10, so I wasn't doing yeah. the dishes, bro. <laughs> well, you had bad parents, young man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, yeah, uh, of, course it's, of, course it's, of course it's Barcelona. I mean, credit to BT Sport for having the – I don't know, the production value or, you know, directing to to have that footage and uh, after the game when they were interviewing the players, like just afterwards, you know, I'll put it on every now and then just to have that emotional, like nostalgia high of oh, yeah. like what we went through, even though, again, when we were watching it in, in the pub, we weren't watching BT Sport, but, you know, to hear Mane with, you know, no words, Genie say, hey, I was mad at the manager. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I scored two. I was so pissed off at him and, and all that. And then, you know, just that, that it, you know, again, credit to BT because every time I watch, I feel like, oh, I was there. Like that, you know, like one of our own, you know, the legend that Matt is, he he got to go to that game. Well, yeah. But, uh, all right. So I'll make the case for Istanbul. Now, I did not watch Istanbul live. I hadn't watched it until probably five, six years later, to be honest. Like, and even then it was like, couldn't really put it into context. But when I look at the two games, I can understand, I can rationalize how Liverpool's 4-0 at Anfield happened against Barcelona. Liverpool were far from dominated in Barca. 
they were unlucky to not have a couple of goals of their own. You can make the argument that they were the better team that day. They went down 3-0 at Barcelona at Camp Nou. You can't make any kind of argument that in the first half against AC Milan, Liverpool were the better team. They were just unlucky. No, AC Milan blew the freaking doors off of them. AC Milan were probably the better team. But in the second half, it's magic. You can't put it into words. You can't explain what happened other than, bruh, it, it happened. So yeah. for me, that's the one you go with just because it, it, it's, it's, it's unexplainable. It's just that's pure sports. Like, I don't get how that happened. But it did. And the, uh, the shootout at the end, to, to cap oh, it off, Judek yeah. making the saves, like – uh, yeah, that's, that's and, and you know me, what, and you know what, I would argue we wouldn't even have the this number six without Dudek because you know I have a scarf signed by Dudek, hey. uh, wear that every Champions League game. So I've, clearly that's the reason why we win. Oh yeah, you got the good juju. You got <laughs> yeah, the good yeah, juju. I got, I got the good juju. I didn't have. Well, no shit, we wouldn't have number six because we'd just be on number five. Yeah, whatever, man. It's the same thing. Anyway, so and also because, like, so obviously I had to meet the guy to get his autograph. So you know, so I like Istanbul too. But uh, yeah, obviously the you know the I mean that that, that the more recent the better. A really tough question. No, it is. It it's is. it's the ultimate. That's the toughest one that they had on the list. But we are through the this or that list, so we don't have to kill each other over difference of opinion anymore. Now we can you know be on on the same page. Hey guys, it's Darius. Thank you for tuning in to Cop Talk. So we went a little bit long on our record. We went two hours. Yes. So after this first section that you just saw of us going through LSC, this or that, we have a whole other hour dedicated to what the restart is going to look like for not just LFC, but all of the Premier League and all of Europe. What are sports going to look like after this quarantine? So check out that second hour coming up later this week. But for now, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button, wherever it is on your YouTube here, wherever it pops. So just subscribe. That'd be dope. See you guys next time.